to the Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back. Tom Stevens, Mike Melby, Husker Rewind every Sunday, 5 to 7. It's been a good show. It really <laughs> has been too bad nobody could hear it. Yeah, well, <laughs> we hear it, so we, we'll know that, yeah. you know, when... We got all kinds of great information we'll share with our friends this week. <laughs> <laughs> there were a few people. I think mom and dad are listening, but that uh, it was a good show. Andy Markowski in the first hour was fantastic. Yeah, Andy's um, going to be back on whether he likes it or not. That's right. We are so dragging good. him back on the air because he is really We might good. have to see if he'd, he'd be interested in, like, venturing down for an hour oh that'd be great uh that would be great uh to do that uh, right around march yeah selection sunday exactly. nebraska is about to be picked i would love for him to be on the air i i think i think they're gonna make it i mean they're still 13 and four i think th- there's a lot of room to improve i think wednesday's a big game for nebraska they got to beat Rutgers. but this is kind of the mo of nebraska they don't play well on the road and then they beat the the number one team in the country purdue and then they come <laughs> back and they lose well, and they lose again. On yeah, the, road. The, the key thing is they're at Rutgers. Rutgers is just simply not playing very good basketball right now. They got run out of the gym by Michigan State today. Um, boy, I just that's a go, going back to the be. Iowa had six days to prep. Nebraska had two, so Nebraska and Iowa's won five of their last six. Yeah, but going into Rutgers, Rutgers is going to have Monday and Tuesday to prep, and Nebraska had four days versus those two because they played on Friday. So, you know, does that benefit Nebraska heading into Piscataway on Wednesday night? I think it does. And I still think that these next two games for Nebraska against uh, Rutgers and Piscataway and then at home against Northwestern next Saturday. Uh, Danny Knee back in the building. Yeah. Going to be awesome. But those are two must wins, I think, for for Fred uh, Fred Hoiberg and the, and the team. Yeah. I'm excited to have Danny Knee come back for Northwestern on the 20th. Let's talk a little Michigan football because... The dominoes are starting to follow fall in the coaching world of college football. Uh, they have at least at Alabama, where Caleb, uh, Kalen DeBoer took that gig. Now we're wondering about Michigan because Michigan, uh, JJ McCarthy today announced that he's entering the NFL draft along with Blake Corum. Uh, that tells me that th- both those guys know that Jim Harbaugh is not coming back, right? I kind of get that. Yeah, like he he sat down in the office said, you know what? He's smoking a cigar. He's saying, who has it better than us? Like, is that, by the way, the dumbest saying ever? Who has it better than us that he says that all the time? And they go, we do, nobody. Uh, I don't know. He must have got it from Jack or something or John. It sounds like something that Jack probably came up with. But he was saying that, who has it better than us? Nobody, coach. Uh, by the way, I'm going to the NFL. Uh, that's yeah, by what, the way, I'm, I'm going to go cheat in the NFL. So. Uh, uh, that's right. Uh, and McCarthy, I don't think it's a first-round draft pick. I think some... Mock drafts have him in the first round, but he's mostly a third, fourth round guy, I think. Yeah. Um, I don't think Blake, he's going to be successful in the NFL. Blake Corum, I don't know, because running backs are hard to grade going to the NFL. They're a dime a dozen, and nobody really values them anymore. Um, Which I think is so astounding because, like, I I just, I don't get it. I mean, if, you, if you've got a solid run game and you got a, a great running back, you know, i.e. Christian McCaffrey, and I, I get it. He's he's the best in the the game right now, but like you can you can build an entire offense around a running back. You're only going to get five or six years yeah. out of him before you know you you're going to start getting somewhere and tear. But that's I get maybe that's part of the reason we were talking to Ben earlier. And as I'm like, I don't really follow the NFL that much anymore. I mean, I'll watch a game or two, and it's it you know that. But I I 
I kind of I like old school smash mouth football, and that's not what the NFL is today. No. You know, it's it's a uh, well. Matt Rule has mentioned the 49ers. They do it a little bit. Uh, yeah. That he wants to copy the 49ers. I think he's also mentioned, by the way, Michigan as, as a team that he wouldn't mind copying. I wouldn't mind Nebraska going back to that type of football. Nebraska smash mouth in the 90s was more option with a lot of concepts that you see from Michigan in the run game. Um, but uh, I, I think a Dylan Riola plant, throwing a lot of screen passes. Obviously, he's not an option quarterback. He can't do some of the stuff you do with J.J. McCarthy with Dylan Riola. But you can't throw to the tight ends a lot. You can't run. You can throw a. Um, you can throw a couple more tight ends out there. You can throw a fullback out there. I think that if if Matt Rule gets what he wants, he's going to run the football and have a really efficient passer. And yeah, the the, the and that's what JJ McCarthy did. The the big question for me is who's going to coach Dylan Riola. Because now is it going to be Dana Holgerson? Does he you know want to want to come in and and do just that? Be a passing game a coordinator, to me. I, co- coordinator. I don't know. Um, or was that a conversation of just in case Matt Rule's first choice doesn't work out and that first choice is still coaching uh, right now in the NFL? Yeah. Now, I know we what we've heard is that uh, we, Jake Peets is not that guy. Uh, he was initially last year, it sounds like, but uh, it didn't work out, which is what brought... Uh, Bob Wager to Nebraska, uh, and then ultimately out of Nebraska, and Josh Martin into the tight end uh, position coach, and and Satterfield to quarterbacks. But um, that's the other thing I wonder is: is there a guy in the NFL right now that's still coaching yeah. that Rule has as or a first choice, or maybe there's somebody from college? Maybe he's waiting for another domino like Michigan to see what they do with their coaching staff. If they hire somebody else, yeah, true. can he? And he takes somebody off that coaching staff or somebody else. I, I would imagine there's more dominoes in college football that will fall. Oh, or is Michigan the last you. one? Um, is, well, with there, what's available right now, I think Michigan's probably the last one. It's very possible he's waiting for the NFL playoffs to conclude. Yeah. Right? Uh, like you said. I mean, you wait for the end. If, if he's looking at a quarterback coach and he preaches the NFL, hey, if you're a quarterback, we have a certain way. He had that whole speech about we have a certain way that we want to coach quarterbacks and we want to get them to the NFL and we want to do it the Nebraska way. And we don't want to take these guys that are just mercenaries. We want to train them our way. And maybe that means you take an NFL guy that's a quarterback coach that's already in the NFL. Okay. So I'm going to throw out there's a lot of different uh, I mean, podcasts and some, some Twitter handles that do a great job breaking some stories and, um, you know, talking Nebraska football, uh, there really are. I'm not going to name one because I'll forget to name one or two others that I follow that I think are fantastic. But one of them is always on top of the conspiracy theories of who players are following is like a precursor to what's going to happen. So I'm going to dive into that conspiracy theory thought right now. And I'm going to say that Matt rule made the comment that they wanted to play like San Francisco, like the 49ers and his Number one target for a quarterback's coach is on the 49ers staff right now. Hmm. I have no idea who it would be, but I'm just, it's just one of those weird little, hey, you know. <laughs> Remember when Rathman was there all those years as a running backs coach? I was, th- Nebraska, the rumor was always, let's go get Rathman. Because uh, well, he was one of the better coaches, the assistant, one of the better assistant coaches in the NFL. Yeah, he truly was. I mean, that wow. guy had a long NFL. I mean, he 
obviously won Super Bowls with Montana and Craig. Great fullback and a great receiving fullback along with being a blocker. But he was also a really good coach. And there were rumors that Nebraska might take him. Yeah. So, hey, uh, if if Ben's listening, I, I think uh, one of the rock stars on Sunday evenings, Ricky Simmons, is trying to get in the building. But uh, I don't yeah. know. I don't know if Ben. No, nope, Ben's not listening. So one of the great wingbacks <laughs> of all time in Nebraska football. Yeah, I know, and he's been hanging out with uh, probably the great, second great, greatest running back. It's I mean, top two are, are LP and and Mike Rozier, and and I know uh, Rozier's been back. <sighs> Who in town would I and, take? I would take if if you could combine Rozier's ability to make people miss with Amon's speed. That's the greatest running back of all time. Oh, I agree. Amon had incredible speed and power. And he I, a long I, th- time I threw NBA. LP in there just because I think LP was at a level that had had he had things well it, work right with him. The problem with LP was yeah, between I, the I ears. get it, I get it, but like uh, he he was kind of that. I don't know, man. He that's, ran angry. That's a wicked top three. How about that, Rozier, LP, and Amon? Ooh. Yeah, those those are pretty good places to start if you're building a running back. Hopefully, Nebraska gets back to running back. You. I mean, that was one of the things they sold Dante Dowdell on. Yeah. Hey, we were once, believe it or not, we were once running back you. Yeah. Heck, we don't even need those guys necessarily. I would settle for Amir or Rex right now. Well, g- give me Divino Zigbo. Right? Can you imagine Divino Zigbo, his senior year in Matt Rule's offense? I, I think, um, like, if he would have been here this last year and they would have fed him the ball as opposed to handing it off to either Jeff Sims or Harburg 19 la- times a uh, game. They're not handing it off, but letting them carry the ball 19 times a game. If they would have, have yeah. used Ozigbo, I mean, holy smokes. He was great. He would, have had, last, 12, he would have had 1,200 yards. He was the last 1,000-yard rusher yeah. that Nebraska had. Yeah, uh, It's been that long. Divine Ozigbo. Is he still on a practice squad somewhere in the league? I, he was. I don't remember. I don't know where he is right I now. thought earlier this year he had made a practice squad and was actually activated for a game or yeah. two, but I don't know where he's at now. Cowboys fall. They lose to the Packers, and somebody's getting fired. Yep. Uh, and Mike hopes it's Mike McCarthy. <laughs> yeah, and so I was I was checking Twitter earlier, and uh, one of our good friends of the show, uh, Dirk Chatlin, had tweeted a couple of times. One shot on my TV screen of Jerry Jones is worth a million shots of Taylor Swift. <laughs> that is true because of his angst yeah. and anger and frustration with what was going on. Put today. a Kelsey uniform on him and uh, let him dance around. <laughs> yeah, put a put a Dak uniform on him since <laughs> Dak threw like three picks go. today. So, uh, Mike, it's been fun. We'll do the same show next week. Well, different show, but the same time. I think that's a really good idea. We'll no. just have a bunch of different topics to talk about. Yeah, that'll be great. Uh, we do it every Sunday. It's called Husker Rewind. Mike Melby, Tom Stevens. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. See you.